Hello and welcome to One Digital's COVID-19 Employer Advisory Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide business leaders with the latest commentary on evolving business and economic news that impacts healthcare, business, and the workplace. In each episode, our One Digital advisors will be addressing evolving coronavirus situations, translating them for employers so they can be proactive for their organizations and develop their business planning strategies. My name is Shira Walensky, and I'm the National Health and Wellbeing Practice Leader with One Digital. And I have here with me today Heather Rabinowitz, who is our National Practice Lead for Member Engagement and Communications. And thank you for joining us. We are going to be talking about the importance of taking care of your employees' mental health and well-being. The impact that we are all feeling right now is very apparent across the spectrum, but it always helps to look at the numbers. And when we look at the data, we know that beyond just the traditional stress and fear, we are all experiencing anxiety over the unknown. It's something that is impacting our brain's capacity to perform from a cognitive perspective, as well as, of course, a significant distraction from an emotional perspective. We know that for a lot of us, being isolated all of a sudden is a huge trigger for depression and even situational loneliness. Um, Certainly, personalities come into play when you look at it from a introvert perspective. We've heard folks say, I've trained my whole life for this. And then on the other spectrum are those that really thrive from social connection. And all of us are being impacted from that perspective. The data is showing us that 58% of employees are feeling anxious about COVID-19. And we know that it's not just about the virus, but it is about our job. It is about the livelihood of our families. It is about our children. And it's about experiencing all of the loss that many of us are being exposed to these days. 35% of U.S. employees are saying that these feelings of stress and anxiety are impacting their job performance. We know, of course, that that is probably low. This data is coming from a trusted partner of ours, Total Brain, who focuses on measuring the cognitive impact as well as our emotional resilience. And um, I think these numbers are continuing to rise the longer that we are all in this situation. From a broader perspective, we know that employee well-being is certainly important, but now more than ever. From a humanistic side, we are genuinely all concerned and feeling empathy and compassion for our fellow humans, whether that be our coworkers, our family, our friends, our loved ones, strangers across the globe. Um, And from a business case perspective, we know, according to Gallup, that employee well-being and employee engagement are highly correlated. And ultimately, that has a huge impact on employee performance. So whether you are operating at full capacity or with a skeleton crew, taking care of your employees' mental health and well-being is important now more than ever. It really is part of taking care of your business. The impact that we are seeing is certainly across the spectrum. From a 
physical perspective, we're fearful of maintaining our physical health. Um, certainly, we have limited resources. We know that those with chronic conditions are at a higher risk, and it's important for them to continue to manage their chronic conditions and stay away from the hospital. From a financial perspective, we kind of have a dichotomy of those that are genuinely struggling paycheck to paycheck and those that are terrified of losing their retirement. From a community aspect, we are feeling disconnected from where we live, where we work, where we play, and that also has an impact on our total well-being. From a social and emotional perspective, that's where we'll be focusing a lot of our attention today. But um, certainly, it's our ability to cope amongst all of these pillars, right? And lastly, purpose, which I, I think is interchangeable with career for many of us. Um, we are certainly fearful uh, from the unknown of the impact on our job. Um, and we're also missing out on celebrating milestones, right? from childhood or child graduations and birthdays, anniversaries, um, celebrating those special moments in life. There is a um, grief expert by the name of David Kessler who has said, we're all experiencing grief on a micro level, on a macro level. We're experiencing over grief of what we're experiencing now. And we're also experiencing anticipatory grief over what we might lose out on. Experiencing grief, experiencing stress, experiencing anxiety, we know has a huge impact on our performance, on our overall health, on our overall well-being. Let's talk about combating the elevated stress response. Many of us are familiar with the fight or flight mentality, but what we are seeing as it relates to the um, current situation is kind of three different ways that, that folks are responding. And looking at how this might show itself in the work. So some folks are freaking out and the immediate response is to take action, but that, might, that action might be irrational. Um, some folks freeze and how that manifests itself in the workplace is folks are distracted, disengaged, um, maybe they're not even showing up at all. Um, and then some folks face it head on. And these tend to be the folks that respond practically, logically, and have the opportunity to be productive. So while we can't manage personalities, we certainly can help our employees manage the way that they are responding to this very stressful time. We hope to have you guys walk away today with, with an action plan and very simply, we're going to look at ways you can boost your communication strategy, get more out of what you've got. So looking at all of the resources that you already have in place, how they might relate to total well-being, and encourage you guys to promote those resources in the context of total well-being and the current crisis that we're all in. And then lastly, we'll share some opportunities if you're considering expanding support for mental health and well-being. Um, we'll share with you guys some, some ways on how to get the most value out of your investment. Heather, I was hoping you could share with us from your perspective some best practices on boosting your communication strategy. 
Absolutely. Thank you. And hello, everyone. So as Shira has mentioned, really a key component of any successful benefits or health and well-being program is how it's communicated to your employees. And in fact, employee communication in general is really vital for an organization to truly engage their workforce. So the strategies I'll share today can actually apply in any situation and not just in a pandemic, but I'll still direct our focus as to why these tactics are important now more than ever before. So first, it's important for your organization to determine the source of the communication because having buy-in from leadership is key as it shows your employees that this is an important organizational initiative. In a time of uncertainty and concern like the current pandemic, your team needs their leadership to lead. So consider how the messaging can also be distributed down your management hierarchy as well. The frontline managers often have the most frequent opportunities to connect with their teams. So be sure these communications are shared in those team meetings. Next, we'd encourage you to take a good look at the tone of your messaging. Your team is likely hearing information on a frequent basis that impacts their livelihood, the safety of their job and their earnings, their benefits program, not to mention dealing with a global health emergency. So this is really the time to be empathetic and compassionate, but even more importantly, your tone needs to embody transparency. It's okay if you don't have all the answers, but employees don't want you to sugarcoat the details or try and give everything a positive spin. Not everything has a positive spin at the moment, and we think they'll have greater respect for their leaders who are honest and truthful about the situation at hand when done with empathy and compassion. Further, the most successful communications are the ones that speak to us where we are. So in a time of extreme information overload, it's quite challenging for us to decipher which messages apply to us and which ones don't. And it's just not possible to absorb them all. So we encourage you to create different personas or target audiences and craft personal messages for each of them. Your management team is likely facing a unique scenario from your contracted population or your team in New York is facing far more harrowing times than your team in Georgia. So cater as best as you can to your different subgroups to make those communications as personal as possible. And finally, these go hand in hand in my opinion, but the frequency and the modalities of your communications will also play a large role in the overall success. We are receiving breaking updates on a weekly, if not more, basis. So being kept in the know as to our employer's response and action plan as it relates to these breaking updates gives great comfort to your team. They want and they need to know you are in charge and that they can trust you with handling this information. But sending urgent email after email after email may not have that desired outcome. So we, we, we would encourage you to consider a multi-channel approach where you are taking into account the different communication modalities available. Here at One Digital, our leadership has shifted important communications to our Microsoft Teams app, so employees can easily sift through these breaking updates without having to dig through all of the emails we're getting. 
We're also taking advantage of videos and recorded virtual meetings, just like this one, shared on our company intranet. So that content is accessible 24-7 to review and digest on our own pace. Many of our employers are also using text messaging to reach their workforce or considering benefits apps and third-party vendors to try and break through the traditional communication and email barriers. So regardless of the method, you want to be sure the information is available and that your team knows exactly how to access it in their time of need and that it doesn't get lost in the chaos of their day. So hopefully those were some helpful strategies and Shira, I'll turn it back over to you. Thank you, Heather. So taking all of the expert advice from Heather, let's look at how we can promote some of the existing resources that you guys may already have in place as it relates to well-being. So first would be taking advantage of resources through the carrier, and that could be things like mail-order prescription drugs, uh, telemedicine, chronic condition management programs that, that are already embedded these could all be helpful resources in supporting physical health. Some others that might be relevant would be expert medical opinion services or decision support. From a financial perspective, many of us have a 401k partner that is already in place, and they often offer one-on-one -on -one counseling or support services. Promoting leave policies and also making sure that employees are up to date on government resources that can support them from a financial perspective is very helpful. We are all operating right now in high gear, so making it convenient and easily available and relevant for employees is, is very helpful. From a community perspective, many of you may have in place a donation matching program that would be a great time to remind employees that they can support their communities. If your organization is making any efforts to support the community, remember to communicate that to employees. It's something that intrinsically makes people feel good about the organization that they are connected to. Um, and certainly, as Heather mentioned, virtual events within your organization. We've had some folks toy around with virtual cooking classes. Uh, certainly everybody has been exposed, hopefully, to a virtual happy hour or two. And then from a social and emotional perspective, now is a great time to highlight your EAP and remind folks that they have an opportunity for free counseling sessions. It, it is a time where the whole idea of a stigma kind of goes out the window because we are all struggling and we're all talking about it. And it seems like all of a sudden it, it is okay. Um, video conferencing is also a great way to, to make sure that folks have an opportunity to stay connected. And from a career and purpose aspect, if you already have a rewards and recognition program in place, maybe look at tweaking the activities and how you are distributing rewards and recognition. Um, there are many folks right now that might be doing two or three people's job or jumping in and doing a job that they've never done before. So it is a great opportunity to recognize those employees. And if you have training and development resources in place, um, certainly an appropriate time based on your industry to remind folks of those resources that are there to support them. 
take a deep breath and give yourselves a pat on the back because it is likely that you are already doing so much to support your employees. If you're looking for ways to expand some of the things that you are already doing, here are some of the things that that we are seeing um, specifically relevant to uh, supporting employees right now. Streaming fitness classes and meditation classes, uh, a trusted partner that we work with is Burnalong, uh, home delivery meal services. This is a great way for folks that are juggling their job and maybe school for their children to give them back a little bit of time. We work with a partner called Twic that actually offers the ability for employers to offer a stipend for employees to put towards services that would be meaningful to them. Chronic condition management, again, if it's something that is not available through the carrier or you're looking for an expanded level of service, we um, have a couple trusted partners, HealthCheck360 and OneDrop, that offer virtual chronic condition management programs. From a social and emotional perspective, we have a trusted partner, I mentioned Total Brain, who's doing a lot of research and collecting a lot of data and has the ability to measure the impact of the stress on employees from a cognitive perspective, from an emotional perspective, and certainly um, from a mood dis- a mood perspective, and also has the ability to screen for folks that might be in need of some extra help and support right now. There are lots of advanced EAP services that are offering virtual counseling. Some of your current EAP programs may be offering some virtual counseling as well. We work with a company called IBH Corp. Digital management training. So as Heather mentioned, a lot of the managers are experiencing some of the feedback from employees firsthand, and they are feeling overburdened with managing their own personal stressors and then also wanting to take care of employees. We work with a nonprofit called A World Without Suicide that offers training for managers on helping to combat and be the front line for employees. Some things you can do internally are um, launching employee resource groups, You can work with your existing One Digital consultant or reach out for some more information, but it is a great way to connect employees with similar interests and similar challenges and set up some support systems for your employees. Um, It could be related to single parenting right now. It could be related to folks that might be pregnant. Um, All different opportunities. You can certainly. expand to cover things like diversity and inclusion as well. It's just a great way to have an employee-led initiative um, that, that connects your employees. Implementing a buddy system. So encouraging your employees to maybe connect with a work buddy and making sure that they're checking on each other. Implementing water cooler chat. So these Zoom meetings can tend to get a bit exhaustive. And if we think about emulating a workplace meeting, oftentimes while waiting for folks to jump in, to show up, there's an opportunity to connect on a personal level. So um, you might consider 
offering a water cooler chat either pre or post some of your meetings and, and scheduling time in, in for that as well. From a financial perspective, um, Cashable offers a small loan program to deter employees from borrowing against their 401k. Um, and then looking at some expanded one-on-one -on -one counseling from partners that are totally autonomous. Um, we work with financial elements as well as Bright Dime. From a community perspective, some of the technology-based platforms from a health and well-being perspective are a great way to connect employees through activities and challenges. Um, health Check 360 and Motion Connected both offer a couple different options. Um, and then there are companies that are doing uh, virtual fundraisers. So Kilter Rewards offers an ability to do that. Again, a way to support the community and also bring your employees together as well. And from a uh, career perspective, we have definitely seen an influx in folks considering offering backup child care. And it could also be elder care as, as well um, through Care at Work as well as um, TWIC. That could be an option. So. Hopefully, uh, this helps point you in the direction of, of opportunities if it's something that you're looking at. There are certainly a ton of free resources available out there as well, but just be mindful that just because it's free, it is still something that requires resources and communication and effort to get it in front of employees. So you want to make sure that it's something that is really going to be impactful for your employees. If we have left you wanting more, join us on April 17th. We will be hosting a live panel discussion on helping employers best support their employees' mental health. Uh, we've got an exceptional panel of folks um, from mental enthusiasts to experts in the field and it is a great opportunity for you guys to get your questions answered. So we look forward to seeing you for our live panel discussion on April 17th. If you can't wait till then, Heather, could you share some resources that we can point folks to in the meantime? Definitely. So we wanted to remind you all that we have an entire section on the One Digital Coronavirus Hub dedicated to member well-being and engagement. So we have a variety of videos and flyers that you can easily download and share with your workforce that speak to the very topics we spoke on today. So be sure to navigate to that section and see what's there. We're constantly posting new information, so check back over the coming days. We've also got information on the trusted vendor partners that we mentioned and um, very much looking forward to supporting all of you guys as you support your employees. Thank you so much for joining us today and remember to take care of you before you take care of your crew. Thank you for listening to this episode of One Digital's COVID-19 Employer Advisory Podcast. There's never been a time more than now during which our commitment to standing as one with our customers and providing peace of mind is more important. We are committed to providing the guidance you need to make complex decisions even in the most challenging times. For additional resources, thought leadership, or for the latest employer information related to the COVID-19 pandemic, please visit onedigital.com forward slash coronavirus. Thank you.